Welcome to the Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And you have found good in abundance, in good, good is best. That's possible to have good. This is the joy of living, and your humble host, Barry Shore, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, broadcasting to you from Venice Beach, California, overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean, and through the magical, mystical, mythical platform called Internet Radio. We are broadcasting throughout the known universe. And at this very moment, you, Y-O-U, because that's the only reason we exist, Y-O-U, I'm here for you, because you want to be the best you possible, E-W-E, you. You are joined by 258,917 other people, everybody wanting the same thing, to grow and be the best possible person they can be because when you do that, you bring joy, happiness, peace, and love to the world. And that's why we're here. We work on the three fundamentals of life. One, life. Your life has a purpose. Number two, because your life has purpose, you can go mad. And in this case, mad is good because go mad means go make a difference. And one of the best ways to make a difference, one of the easiest ways to make a difference is by unlocking the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Things you do and say and see every day, such as? WWW. We work with something called acronyms. An acronym is the first letter of each word in a phrase, or take a word itself and break it into its component parts, and we find the positive, powerful, purposeful, pleasant aspects of that. Because when we do that, we are now training our brains. We're retraining our brains and laying down what we call positive neural linguistic programming. Everybody has a brain, thank God. And a brain has a hundred billion cells that are actively seeking to learn and grow and do. And they're connected with a trillion synapses. You're a trillionaire and a multi-hundred billionaire. And those synapses connecting to all of the brain cells, the thoughts you have are moving at the speed of light, the fastest possible movement in the entire universe. Your thoughts make a difference. Your words make a difference. Your actions make a difference. When you combine positive, powerful, purposeful, pleasant thoughts with positive, powerful, purposeful, pleasant words, then the deeds that result become positive, powerful, purposeful, and pleasant. We're going to be speaking with someone today who is the embodiment of powerful, purposeful, pleasant, and positive. A man who has been through traumatic, dramatic, and wondrous events in his life. And as he merged as a 
person who can now bring light to the world. He was in darkness, and now he's a light bearer. So you'll be meeting him, God willing, later in the show. And if he doesn't show up, you'll be hearing me speak about him. Because <laughs> that happens in the world sometimes. People make uh, appointments and we can't do it, just last minute stuff. So I'm just preparing everybody. But right now, with the 258,917 people around the world, we are going to be examining some of the basic terms and words that we use and see every day, such as WWW. <laughs> Ask anybody what WWW stands for, and invariably they'll say something to do with the internet, which is factually correct. But in our world of finding the positive, powerful, purposeful, and pleasant, WWW stands for drumroll, fanfare, da 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 da. What a wonderful world! With, of course, a hat tip to uh, Satchmo Louis Armstrong for enabling that wondrous song to go viral and touch tens and maybe hundreds of millions of people around the world. WWW, what a wonderful world. And when you hear that and think of that song, right away it brings a smile to your face. And SMILE is one of the greatest acronyms that you'll ever learn, incorporate, and use. Because SMILE, S-M-I-L-E, stands for Seeing Miracles in Life Every Day. Every day, Seeing Miracles. Now, we have a base audience here somewhere around 220, 230,000 people around the world. And there's always another 25, 30,000 people joining because people hear about the show and they want to hear more because they, look, everybody concerned about themselves. That's why you're listening. It's called WIIFM. What's in it for me? What's in it for you? is the best you possible. (laughs) That's why you're here. You want to become more of you. And so when you smile, you become more of you. What does smile stand for? Seeing miracles in life every day. But you might say, new people would say, wait a minute, Mr. Shaw, I haven't seen any miracles yet today. I've been up for a few hours. Well, that's exactly one of the miracles. Not everybody got out of bed. If you got out of bed today, that's miraculous. Well, say, wait a minute, that happened. So, no, again, done, everybody. If you can hear me, That's miraculous. That's a miracle because not everybody can hear. And you can see, you can touch, you can smell, you can have food. Those are all miraculous in the sense that when you begin to understand what they are and what you are in the world, and you can feel that energy flowing through you, then you now become able to create the kind of world that you want to live in, a world of peace and harmony and joy. And create itself is one of the greatest words for an acronym. Create stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. (laughs) That's what you do when you create. You're causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And when you do that, you're making a better world. Now think about that. The best world possible happens when you are utilizing all of your thoughts, words, and deeds towards building up greater harmony. Now, I have to interrupt myself and tell you, just warn you in advance, that your humble host does use four-letter F-U words. Yes, I do it liberally throughout the show. You're going to hear it. Don't be shocked. Matter of fact, one of the reasons I do it is because it's fun. Oh, there's that four-letter F-U word right away. Fun. F-U-N-N, fun. So when next time you see your family, your friends, put a big smile on your face and, and point them to say, F-U. 
But remember to add right away N-N-F-U-N-N, fun. And if you say, wait a minute, Mr. Shaw, I only spell it with three letters. Well, not in my world. It's F-U-N-N. So remember to add those double N's right away and put a big smile on your face and share with everybody what it means to smile and to create and to thank. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The greatest height of wisdom is to be kind. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind, always. The Dalai Lama has written and been quoted as saying, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. (laughs) So be kind. And when you do that, you're learning how to thank. Now, we here who've been around for a while know that the the true benefit of the show is learning more about you. And when you can begin to consciously and conscientiously thank three times a day, you're already entering into a greater world of knowing you and being you. The higher level is seven times a day. So those who've been listening for a while are already in the seven times, but the beginners start with three times a day, conscious, conscientiously, three times a day, no less. Say thank you. You got a cup of coffee, even if you paid for it, say thank you. Someone held the door open for you, thank you. Someone didn't hold the door open for you, thank you. Someone cut you off on the freeway, thank you. When you begin to say thank you consciously and conscientiously, you are utilizing the powerful, purposeful, positive, pleasant aspect of your mind and your soul and your deeds. And therefore creating that great world where you can see miracles in life every day and say, wow, wow. That's what people say when they hear things like that. Wow stands for words of wisdom. Because when you hear things that penetrate, and you'll hear them just a little while, either you'll hear directly from uh, Matthew Charles himself, or you'll be hearing from me about Matthew Charles. Matthew was incarcerated in prison for decades. Yes, he did bad things when he was a kid or younger, but he was put away for decades. And then he became a model person while inside, because you recognize that it's an inside job. And once you connect with who you really are and assume responsibility for your activities and your actions, a whole world opened up to him and he was transformed. And he became not only a great person himself, but a teacher. He was able to get out of prison, but in a really interesting story. So get ready, sit on the edge of your seat because you're about to hear something that I hope will curl your toes, open your eyes, and enable your heart to expand. Because that's what joy does. Joy expands the consciousness. It calms the senses. It fills the heart with might and power. Joy enables you to navigate the most turbulent seas. Joy is the wellspring of life. Life stands for living for eternity. So when we come back from this very short break, we are either going to meet Matthew Charles himself, and he'll be speaking with us, or you'll be hearing about him when I read you and tell you stories about him, what he's done and what's happened to him, for him, and through him. And it is a great story of liberation, seeing the light, 
seeing the miracles, feeling the power, the positive, the purposeful, and the pleasant. When you live well, don't go away. We'll be right back right after this short break. See you then. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you living in joy daily? Would you like to? Well, now you can. It's fast, it's easy, and it's F-U-N-N, fun. How do you do it? Go to BarryShore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com, and get 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free, F-R-E-E, free, or your money back. It's free or your money back, guaranteed. Go to BarryShore.com. You'll be glad you did. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at BarryShore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, and we have found good today. I am deeply honored and humbled to be able to introduce to you a man who I feel a bond with. I've never met him before. I've only spoken with him a few minutes, but I've read his story. I am moved by it, and I hope and trust you will be as well. His name is Matthew Charles, but you're going to learn more about him, not just his name. So right now, I'm just going to give a brief introduction about a man who led a wild, uncontrolled life in his youth and was put behind bars for decades and emerged not only as a grand being, 
But in my humble opinion, he is the Mandela of America because he got rid of bitterness and anger and found the Lord and is able now to be of benefit in life. He is a giver. He is a child of God. Matthew, would you please say hello to 258,926 people around the world who want to hear your story. Please give a big hello. Hello to everybody listening. This is Matthew Charles. Wow. You hear that voice? That is a voice that comes from deep within. Matthew, let's just do a few things only because it's important for people who don't know you or know your story. Uh, Let's give some what we call bona fides in the sense of just a few minutes about your background, the fact that you were raised in a, let's say, not a loving home. And and because a part of that, you went astray, and then something clicked. You were put away in prison. What's that story about? Uh, I was born and raised in a place called Lexington, North Carolina, in 1966. I was born in a physical and abusive household um, all throughout my uh, teen years. And once I graduated high school to get away from that environment, I joined the military and once I joined the military, I saw it as a different form of uh, abuse of authority. So once I finished out my term, I got out of the military. And from that time period, I just continued to uh, go down a deeper slope. Uh, at that time, I was living in darkness without Christ. So the majority of the choices that I made were all dark choices. And it was in 1995 that I got arrested on a federal offense for drug and firearms. And while arrested for that offense, uh, the light came on because I accepted Christ as my Savior while in the county jail. So let me just recap for everybody. I mean, this man has just given us a 30-year, 29-year thumbnail <laughs> sketch. Here he was raised in a family, but it wasn't a family because a family consists of people who are groweth oriented, giving light, helping one another. He didn't have that. He was in prison even though he didn't wasn't behind bars. And even Matt, by the way, I have to give you huge credit. You actually graduated from high school. That's amazing. Oh, okay, thank you. I mean, that's really something throughout all of this turmoil. And then goes in the military. One might have thought he'd be straightened out, but he recognized that that was just another form of abuse. And now he comes out and says, hey, you know, life is filled with, hey, I can do this. I can do this if I have money and I have women and I have drugs. And well, because he's not thinking, he's living in darkness. And then he gets arrested and puts in jail. And how long was that sentence for? A bad guy but who had drugs and guns and abuse and things. How long was that first sentence for? That sentence was for 35 years. Wait a minute. I need to repeat this to everybody listening. His, the gavel went down and the judge said, sentenced to 35 years in jail. My heart skips a beat even saying the words, Matthew, because it hurts so badly. At that moment, at that moment, tell me that it wasn't the darkest moment of your life. Uh, It was that and accompanied to the fact that uh, prior to that, I had some other situations that I had encountered. So at this time, I was like, wow. But at the same token, before the judge pronounced the sentence, 
But after my arrest for the offenses, I had met Christ in between that period of time. So I had a sparkle of light, a sparkle of hope, but I was disheartened to see that I was receiving such an extensive sentence for a nonviolent offense. This is amazing. So even before, as the judge was giving you the sentence, you had already found light that was pushing aside the darkness, right? Yes, while well, in the county jail, though. Yes, sir. Okay. So he began reading the Bible, and here is where I'm going to interject from the outside something. You recognized that you were given a heavy price to pay for your past errors, and you almost, no, no, it's not easy. I mean, I'm saying words that are so, just so difficult. You accepted it in the sense that you wanted to make restitution because you wanted to live in what we call atonement. Is that fair to say? That is correct. Now, I want to share with you something that might make you smile. Wonderful, Matthew. You ready for this? Okay. Uh, I w- I was taught by a a very wise uh, person years ago, if you look at the word atonement, A-T-O-N-E-M-E-N-T, and you break it up into a different pronunciation, it really can be sounded and spells at-one-ment. So what happened was you recognized, I'm saying this for you, that you wanted to be at one with the world through the Lord. And so, therefore, you were able, even though it was extremely difficult and a huge price, to pay 35 years of your life. But you were at one at that moment. So, the pain was tempered. Is that fair to say? Oh, yes, sir. Very much accurately. You were at one. Everybody out there listening, we're talking to people around the world, Matthew. Now, Matthew has done something that very few people on this planet have ever had the ability, the possibility, and the responsibility to do. He picked it up, and he's bearing that load with a whole heart, and that is he has now become a beacon of light where before he was not only dwelling in darkness, he was causing darkness. Is that fair to say? Oh, yes, sir. Imagine being able to speak with a beacon of light. Now, I want to go to something. We're going to have to go to a break in just a couple of minutes, but I I want to take him. Matthew is a Bible lover in the sense that he recognizes that the Bible is not just words. (laughs) This man lives it. Yeah, I mean, I'm hugging you right now, Matthew, when I say this, and I have tears of, of love in my, in my eyes. You're living the word. You're not just reading the word. Fair to say? Yes, sir. Okay. So here we have an amazing being. I'm going to just tell the story very quickly. He was sentenced to decades in prison, 35 years. He's serving his term, and now under uh, President Obama, a a law was passed that enabled him potentially to get out early because in prison, he, what, I don't want to call him a model prisoner. That's wrong. He became a model human being for other people to see. He was no longer a prisoner, even though he was behind bars. I hope I'm being very clear what I'm saying here. He lived in life despite the fact that there were iron bars surrounding him because he recognized that he was at one 
with the Lord and at peace. So he became a model human being, and therefore this new law was going to apply to him. He was going to get out early for joy, for joy. I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story right now because we only have a couple of minutes, but I want to just share with you one thing because this, to, to me, is, is so amazing. <laughs> At one point, Matthew was returned to prison after being out for a little while. And then, in the flash of an eye, President Trump signs a new law in December, I, I believe, of last year, I think it was, right? Is that correct, Matthew? Yes. December 18th, in yes, sir. December of 2018. And just like Joseph in prison and being brought up before the Pharaoh in a matter of an instant, Matthew was brought out of jail, freed by this law, and he's sitting in the gallery at the State of the Union address as a guest of the first family of Melania Trump and Donald Trump. Matthew Charles is sitting there in the chamber with the world looking at him and applauding him. Is that not true? Yes, sir, that is correct. Is that not like Joseph being brought up out of prison and in the flash of an eye and brought to the world and said, you now can take your place and be a beacon of light? Tell me just quickly, how does it feel to have been in that gallery, sitting there and being admired by people? Uh, it was surprising. It was amazing. It was a feeling that I'd never be able to forget. Uh, it was just a remarkable display of what God was doing and has continued to do. Do you hear what he just said? It's a display of what the good Lord can do. Because once you're involved with that, now you are a human being. And a human being has what we call the four Ps. Purpose, power, positiveness, and pleasantness. And when you activate those four Ps, you are now a cog. And a cog, wonderful Matthew, stands for child of God, a channel of goodness. And that's who you are. That's what you're doing now for the world. Now, when we come back from our short break, we're going to go into some into some depth on FAM, F-A-M-M, and what that is doing for the world, and what you're doing for advocacy for other people who are still behind bars and people who are still not found the way yet to free themselves from prison, even though they may not be physically involved in prison. Because Matthew Charles is such a wonderful being that he exudes confidence. Again, he's the Mandela of America because you're not bitter and you're not angry. And to be able to walk the streets after serving decades in the worst possible places in America and have a smile on your face. And you know what smile stands for? Because you heard the beginning of the show, right, Matthew? Seeing seeing miracles in life every day. And that's who you are, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) Okay, we're coming back right after this break. We're going to let Matthew speak more than Barry next time. We'll speak about things he's doing for other people that are incarcerated and what we can do to liberate them and ourselves. Don't go away. Be right here. We'll be back in just a bit. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a wonderful feeling. Everything's going your way. Do you get up in the morning singing and feeling like that? Well, if you don't, then you need to go to barryshore.com and find the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. They're free. F-R-E-E or your money back. Go to barryshore.com and find the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. You'll be glad you did. I do. And it's free or your money cheerfully refunded. Bye. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have found maximum good here embodied in a being called Matthew Charles. And if you want to do something good for yourself, which you do because you care about yourself, you want to share this show with five people at least. Give me five. You want to go to barryshore.com, www.barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. You want to share it. You want to listen again because it will help you, Y-O-U, and you don't want to miss a minute of this. Go to barryshore.com and share, share, share because this is a segment that is effective people all over the world. Welcome back, wonderful Matthew Charles. Uh, we're going to go right in and let you speak more than Barry speaks, and we're going to talk about your current position in the world, which is, as I said, the Mandela of America, and your job is to speak about, go all over the country, tell your story, and to speak about criminal justice reform. Please tell us what's going on with that, what it means, and what we can do to be of help. Okay. Um, once I went back in 2018, 
because I had to self-surrender after I was ordered to go back to prison a second time. Once the government successfully appealed my decision, a lot of people stepped up after seeing the Julie Martinelli NPR report to help me, uh, such as Chelsea Clinton, uh, Kim Kardashian West, several celebrities, a Georgetown professor named jo- uh, Sean Hotwood. They all contacted me or spoke on my behalf while I was back for those initial seven months to serve the remaining of that 10-year sentence. And as you had stated earlier, once the First Step Act actually passed and the president signed it in December, on January the 1st, my public defender sent me a petition, and this is on New Year's Day when nothing happens in the federal courts on New Year's Day, but I'm receiving a motion on that day stating that they filed a petition with the judge to release me now that the president has signed the first step act and made those changes retroactive that initially released me. So three days later, after receiving it on January 1st, I was released on January the 3rd. And that was a miracle within itself because nothing happens throughout the court process, as we all know, within a three-day period of time. Uh, so just glory be to God for that as well. And once I was released, I was hired by FAM, which is Families Against Mandatory Minimums, although they've changed the words for the acronym. It just stands for uh, them fighting against injustices and, sentence, and making sentencing reform and the mandatory minimum sentences. And I've been hired by them as a FAM justice fellow or a criminal justice uh, fellow to go around speaking to uh, different legislators, governors throughout the United States, uh, sharing my story and speaking about criminal justice reform. So that has allowed me to have the platform to be able to not only share my story, but share some of my ideas how we can end mass incarceration, reduce the extensive sentences that were given out uh, throughout the war on drugs, and a lot of the sentences are not in proportion to actual crimes that the people committed. Even though we want to hold a person accountable, we want to make sure we are holding them accountable for the actions that they committed and not the actions that everybody else committed. Uh, so uh, I've been able to go around the United States doing that. This is very important because, let's be very blunt, I hope that of the 259,000 plus people listening around the world, very few of us touch the criminal justice system, even though it seems to be an oxymoron to call it a criminal injustice in the same line. But what you just said is so inspiring. First of all, again, thank you to the good Lord for allowing you to smile, seeing miracles in life every day, getting notified on January 1st and released on January 3rd. As you said, Matthew, it doesn't happen, but it did happen. So anything can happen in life. Talk to us what it means, mandatory sentencing, because I, I don't know it. I don't understand it. I don't live in that world. But you're telling me that somebody could do something incorrect has to be held accountable, but could literally have a sentence of, let's say, five or ten years, and the sentence doesn't fit the actual crime. Uh, Yes. When I was sentenced in 1996, I was sentenced under the mandatory nature of the guidelines, and the mandatory nature of the guidelines got overruled by the United States Supreme Court and found unconstitutional in 1998 and in 2000. But because those changes were never made retroactive, you still got a whole uh, volume of people that are still in federal prison under the unconstitutional aspect of the mandatory minimum sentences. Well, when it comes to mandatory minimum, mandatory minimum, what it does, it takes 
a person that commits a certain offense and then groups them together with everyone else that committed that offense when other people that may have committed that offense may have a major role in the offense. Say, for instance, a person can get involved in it and just be in the offense for one day, whereas another person been in the offense for 10 years or five years, but he gets the same sentence but his one-day participation as the person that's been in for 10 years. Or he can do it, at a, speaking from a drug volume level, he can do it at a smaller percentage of drugs and get the same amount of time as the kingpin does. And that's what has happened with mandatory minimum sentences. It doesn't take into accountability the culpability of that one individual, his major or minor role in the offense, or if he has a mental illness or a drug addiction. It just says you committed this offense and this is the penalty for it. And it takes away the individualization that the judge has or his discretion to be able to say, this is what you've done, this is what I'm holding you accountable for, and this is your sentence, as opposed to you grouped in with everybody else and they getting the same sentence, and you know that they've been in it for multiple years. Some of them even have uh, major roles in it and recruited the person that receives the same sentence they did but has a lesser role. So to put it in a way that could talk to me, uh, you, you use the term criminal justice system. I've heard the criminal part. You're advocating, if I may be so bold, to put the justice part back in. In other words, weigh all the circumstances so that, as you pointed out quite correctly, individual accountability, but maintaining the human's dignity while still keeping our communities safe. Is that fair to say? Uh, Yes, sir, because there's over 2 million people that are in prison today, and there's over 70 million people that are have criminal records that are free. So whenever, when I speak about criminal justice, I'm saying it has to be justice both ways. You have to hold a person accountable for the crimes they committed, and that comes in to making sure that that is satisfied by the state or the federal authorities, as well as holding this person responsible for their wrong actions. But whenever you sentence a person, you got to also ensure that justice is rendered to that person, his family, and to the community. And as of now, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, a huge bravo, by the way, you mentioned before Kim Kardashian, Chelsea Clinton, other celebrities, a huge bravo to this wonderful country for enabling and allowing people to recognize that they have a voice and that, in this case, their celebrity can be of benefit when you have an amazing being called you. I, I'm, I'm sorry to embarrass you, Matthew, but this is really important. See, what Matthew has done is that he recognized that being bitter and angry helps no one in the world. And by releasing that, again, like Mandela, and now living at one mint, he can become an advocate for millions of people. That's the power of one being. That's the power of you. You, everybody listening here, you can go make a difference. Matthew went mad, not in a, but in a good sense this way. He says he goes make a difference. He works with an organization called FAM, F-A-M-M dot org. Families, I believe, mobilizing for criminal justice reform. You don't have to remember it. Just go to barryshore.com, 
B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. Get this segment and listen and be in, help out. You can help out even if you just use your mind and say, I am channeling goodness. But when you listen to Matthew, I want to hear just one idea what you have for helping people in the system. And then when we come back from the break, we'll go in a little bit deeper in a couple other ideas. What's one idea you can share with us right away in the next minute and a half? I would say that uh, because people are serving an extensive amount of time on those excessive sentences, if you don't want to change the sentences, then change the percentage of time that a person has to serve on that sentence. Right now in the federal prisons, it's 85%. If you lower it to 65%, you're still making this person serve over half of the time and then some, and you're still allowing that person to be on supervised release once he's released, but at the same token, you're allowing there to be a release valve so that those are stuck in incarceration can't come back out into society so that those that are being arrested and sentenced today won't go in and it continues to be bottled up without any release file on the end. What a great idea. Now, by the way, please tell me that this is being heard and listened to by people who really can make this happen. I would say some are listening to it and hearing it and suggesting it. But it's like a bold step, and the only thing that a lot of them hear is that the person being sentenced today, if we give him this sentence, he's only going to do 65% of it, and they're not looking at the thousands or the millions of people that are in prison that have 30 years or more, 50 years or more life sentences, having their sentences uh, altered so that they can be released because they've already been overburdened and over-sentenced as It's already been documented by several different organizations where the data and statistics have been done, including uh, financial or fiscal responsibility agrees with that position as well. It should be changed from 85% to 65%. Well, we like bold people, and we love Matthew Charles. And don't go away. Stay with us, because he's going to give us more insight from a man who's been through it all and emerged. He's the Mandela of America. And we love you, Matthew Charles. Stay right here. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you living in joy daily? Would you like to? Well, now you can. It's fast, it's easy, and it's F-U-N-N, fun. How do you do it? Go to BarryShore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com, and get 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free, F-R-E-E, free, or your money back. It's free, or your money back, guaranteed. Go to BarryShore.com. You'll be glad you did. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. 
help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have found good. His name is Matthew Charles. Matthew Charles has been through the ringer, as we say, in the sense that he was raised in a very difficult home. He went to the military, and it was also very difficult. He became involved in the wrong things, made poor choices with drugs and guns and not living well in darkness, was sentenced to 35 years in jail. But prior to that, he found light, and he was transformed. And through his sentencing and through his story and through his being, he has transformed not only himself, but hopefully he is bringing the message of hope to millions of people still incarcerated and to those of us who are not to be able to begin to learn how to treat our brothers and sisters in a different way so that we not only have a criminal system, but we have a justice system. Wonderful Matthew Charles, please, you shared with us an amazing idea of using mandatory sentencing and reducing from 85% to 65% of time served, which still is an enormous amount of years behind bars. Tell us another idea that potentially has traction that could be of benefit to hundreds of thousands of people and make them productive members of society again. Uh, In late January, I was given the opportunity to go over to uh, the Capitol and speak with many other senators and representatives that actually signed the First Step Act. And in my meetings with some of them, they was asking what more could be done. And we were sharing to them a variety of different ideas. And one of the other ideas was a second chance look. And with the second chance look, it allows a person who receives a sentence that exceeds 15 years, uh, where the average sentence in a federal prison is 20 years. Uh, so therefore, oftentimes, the people that are in federal prison have 20 years or greater, overwhelmingly, so a lot of them have life. So what we were sharing with uh, Senator Booker when we was able to go in and discuss things with him was that after a person is served, 
15 years or 10 years on the Senate and he doesn't have any judicial recourse. What I mean by then is he can't petition the court for a lesser sentence because after his initial direct appeal is denied and his first 2255 rights have ran out, uh, then he has no more availability to the court system, even if he has a legitimate claim. But what the Second Look Act would allow is that the judge can review this person's sentence, not his conviction. He's already been convicted of the crime that he's committed. That stays intact. The prosecution don't have to be alarmed. He's not fighting against his case. He's just asking the court to allow leniency or mercy and reduce his sentence. So after a period of 10 years, but the bill that Senator uh, Booker proposed, I think, had 15 years, and it, and it did get proposed um, a couple months ago uh, in the Senate or in the House. And what it does, it allows the judge to review this person's sentence after they've served 15 years on the sentence to make a decision whether he wants to leave the sentence alone, alter the sentence, and reduce it, or release the person based on his conduct throughout his period of incarceration and what he has learned, meaning skill-wise or trade-wise or educational-wise, since he's been incarcerated. And the reason so is, when I first was arrested, uh, I got saved in February of 1996, and I was sentenced in December of 1996. So I went into federal prison a different person. And it didn't take me 21 years to be that different person, although I grew throughout that whole 21 period as I learned more and more about my faith in Christ. But after 10 years or 15 years, had this law been intact, then the court would have, once they actually, because that's what the judge Kevin Sharp did when he released me in 2016, he said, based on my rehabilitation, post-rehabilitation, I'm no longer the same person I was when I was initially sentenced. And therefore, he released me based off of that and the changes to the drug type uh, that came out with the uh, Fair Sentencing Act of 2010. But although it was appealed because it wasn't made retroactive at that time, still he looked at my rehabilitation. And had this law been intact, he could have stated, because of my substantial rehabilitation, uh, as President uh, Trump stated at the State of the Union, I had over 30 different Bible correspondence certificates or diplomas, and I worked as a GED tutor and helped over 200 people receive their GED equivalency uh, in an eight-year period. And I worked in a law library uh, for five years and helped several people to get reduced sentences, even when I myself could not get one. But had the court been able to review my rehabilitative efforts that since my incarceration, they would have said, okay, this is sufficient enough to say this person has changed. He's no longer the same person, and I'm going to change his sentence accordingly. And that's what the second chance look does. It allows the judge to be able to review this person's sentence, see if he wants to allow it to remain the same, because sadly, uh, some people may not be living progressive lives, so he may have to leave it the same, but it allows him to utilize the discretion to do so if that person has been living a transformational life. Uh, so, uh, like said, Senator Cory Booker, he proposed that after a conversation that me and found President Kevin Ring had with him concerning that act, uh, concerning the second chance look. Uh, and another idea that I have is that a person has to be sentenced to an appropriate sentence going in, and a mandatory minimums remain on a state level or federal level on the books, then that person is not being sentenced for the crime that he committed. He's being sentenced for the crime that everyone 
who commits that crime commits. So my whole thing is that a person needs to go into prison, whether it be at the state level or the federal level, with an appropriate sentence, a sentence that actually fits his involvement in the crime and holds him accountable for the crime that he committed. And then while he's serving that sentence, he's able to see that this is what I've done wrong and then start to make amends with himself with society and with the community itself. And, and I want to I want to say to you, if I may, and so I need to interrupt. Yes, I just want to say one thing. Thank you, Matthew Charles. Yes, sir. As we said in the beginning of the show, thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. You, dear sir, are a kind being. You keep inspiring noble deeds. You are proving the adage that I was taught, faith is not blind, it's visionary. You have transformed yourself. And along with that, you're helping out Dozens, hundreds, thousands, God willing, millions of people who hear your message, whether they're in prison, behind bars, or they're walking around imprisoned in their own minds and hearts, to be able to see light and understand the goodness in life. WWW, what a wonderful world. Listen to Matthew Charles. F you, Matthew. F U N N. He can smile again. He can live again. He can breathe. And he becomes an advocate for all of us. Thank you, Matthew. May I give you a big hug in front of hundreds of thousands of people? You ready? Yes, sir, I'm ready. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being you. Thank you for being here. We say a big wow. Wow stands for words of wisdom. Everybody hears this. Smile. See miracles in life every day. Go forth. Be the best you possible because you do that. You share this show. You create harmony. You create joy. You create benefit in the world. Be a child of God. Be a channel of goodness like wonderful Matthew. You've all, everybody's been through stuff. He's been through deep stuff. And look what he's doing with it. He's transforming, he's using it to spread out over the garden and to grow things. So our prayer to everybody listening and to the five people you're going to share with will be million people. Our prayer is go forth, live the blessing, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week.